This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hi, I'm Hanif Baharudin and this is Gigi Well Played, BFM's video game show. We're going to be talking about Stray this week, but for that, here's a recap of some of the biggest news in the world of gaming with Ali Johan. Thank you, Hanif. It's Ali Johan this week. I'm flying solo, delivering you some news from the gaming world in the last week or so. And we're going to start this week's coverage with a big one that's still currently developing in our neighbouring country as Indonesia recently enacted a new law in the country that requires online platforms and services to apply for a permit before being allowed to continue operating in the country. Um, the regulation is called the Private Electronic System Providers and it is under the purview of the Ministry of Communication and Information Technology of Indonesia. Now, companies that did not register on time before their 29th of July deadline will risk having the services blocked. And some big players from abroad like Google, YouTube, Ragnarok Online, PUBG and Mobile Legends Bang Bang have done so. They've registered on time. But other big companies like Steam, Epic Games, PayPal and many more did not do so. And as a result, these websites were blocked on the 29th of July, depriving many of their abilities to access their games, make payments or even use these services. And so obviously the online sphere in the country went into a frenzy with many questioning the ministry's timing and strict way of handling this matter. The thing is now it does not just affect gamers who are not able to access their games, but also developers, content creators, esports gamers who rely on PayPal for their income. Now, the Ministry of Communication and Information Technology of the Republic of Indonesia, or Cominfo, later came out to apologise to the many impacted by the blanket block and later confirmed that Valve is still in the process of submitting its registration. PayPal, meanwhile, will be unblocked for five days to allow people to manage their money and make any withdrawals if they need so. But according to the ministry, as of the time of recording, PayPal has yet to make contact with the government regarding the issue. So the story is still developing, but rest assured, Indonesian netizens and the various gaming communities are not happy with what's been happening at the moment. As it is still developing, we'll bring you more updates when we have them in the future. Now moving on, Google has insisted that their cloud gaming console Stadia will not be shutting down. This comes after a barrage of online rumours claiming that the console will be closing. And Stadia's official account on Twitter not only quashed that rumour, but also reiterated their intention to bring more great games to the platform as well as Stadia Pro. Despite providing a new experience for gamers to enjoy the games, Stadia has been struggling to capture the market and therefore it is kind of natural to expect questions like this to pop up as the studio continues to fight for its survival. So from one manufacturer to another, Valve has good news for those waiting to get their hands on a Steam Deck. In a blog post update, Valve said that they will be able to fulfill the demand sooner than expected and this is because the supply chain problems that are affecting the production of the console are now clearing up. Therefore, Valve said that those who are in the reservation queue will get their Steam Deck email this year while those who are slated to receive their Steam Decks in Q4 or a later window will be moved to the Q3 window. And that is around this couple of months, so that's good news. Uh, meanwhile, new reservations will also be placed in the fourth quarter of this year. Meanwhile, Sony said that they will be trying their best to bring more supply of their PS5 
as we head to the year-end holiday window. PS5's shortage is well documented and Sony foresees that they are able to bring production forward after lockdowns are lifted in Shanghai, a major components production hub for the console. So let's hope that this is true and the, the production and supplies of PS5 will stabilize as we head into the new year. And last but not least, we have interesting news involving a legendary musician in Malaysia. That's right, Dato M. Nasir has reportedly joined esports group RSG Malaysia as a new player. And according to RSG, the 65-year-old award-winning composer will be part of RSG's Mobile Legends Bang Bang team in the flex role, which is an extra player. And true to his moniker, he will be using the name Sifu as uh, his in-game character name. He will also be a mentor and will play an advisory role to the team as well. So obviously a lot of people thought that this news was a prank, but RSG Malaysia country director Johnny Tan said that it is not, it is confirmed. Dato M. Nase is apparently keen to try something new. So this is it. He was recently pictured wearing the team's jersey during a rehearsal session, so I guess his involvement with RSG is as real as it gets. Now, whether he will actually be playing with them or not is another thing though. So some of you might consider this a gimmick, but whether it's a good move or not, it has gotten us talking about RSG Malaysia and I think that's probably a good thing for them and the industry as well. So that's all we have for the news this week. Back to you, Hanif. Thank you very much, Ali. We're going to make way for some messages. When we come back, it's a review in progress of the cute cat game everyone's talking about, Street. Stay tuned. This is Gigi Well Played on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, you're listening to Gigi Well Played. I'm your host, Hanif Baharuddin. Stray is an adventure game from Annapurna Interactive that was released recently. In this game, you play as a cat, a stray cat to be exact, that roams around a futuristic post-apocalyptic city. Here's a review in progress of the game from me and Najman Maliki. Um, yeah, so as the name suggests, uh, you play as a stray cat and essentially it's literally just like getting into a mind of a cat <laughs> just doing whatever a cat does except for this particular cat is a bit more clever and understands exactly what you want which is slightly unlike a cat but uh, I came into the game with a very low bar. I thought this was coming from a, a relatively okay uh, mid-sized uh, developer. They have had like about five games before and I think this was going to be in just another okay game. Small short game. But yeah, I think it really checks a lot of boxes for me. Love the game a lot. Uh, and I think the end um, just really hits me hard. I didn't expect that. So I think it's an overall really nice package. At a reasonable, very affordable price, I would say, for this game. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, okay. So you've finished the game. I haven't finished the game yet. Uh, maybe so you can, I guess, talk more about the game. But I think essentially what the game is, uh, I think uh, prior to um, playing the game, I thought that it's going to be a quirky, cutesy game that I think to a certain extent allows you the the chance to I guess be a cat quote unquote right but essentially it's actually an action adventure game if you think about it right and and there is a storyline there is um I, I guess there is a deeper 
sense of of not just being a cat but also I guess interacting with the environment I think we don't want to perhaps spoil the game so much but um, yeah it's essentially an action adventure game that's quite immersive and I think quite uh, I guess chill to play as well I mean if that's the right term to use for it lah, right um Um, yeah, so so um, you're a you're a pet owner as well. You're a, uh, so what 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 do you think of the game? You know what are some of the things that the game did right? You think? Alrighty, yeah. So I love to talk about what the game did right in terms of like having a cat and like so being a a dad to two furballs uh, at home. Um, a few things that I noticed right off the bat is that the physics and the way that they made the cat move and like interact with things if you have a cat if you know how cats kind of like functions it's really eerie because it's so similar to what a cat would do so, so a lot of things that you do in the game or at least you look at what your character which is the cat is doing in the game it's really similar to what a normal cat would do which i find It's super interesting, fun, and also um, it's like it's it's really really great to actually you know uh, simulate, be able to simulate what it's like to be a, a stray who's who's just like trapped in this post-apocalyptic world with like robots and stuff. The curiosity, the stuff that people always know, like even if you're not a pet owner, you always see the jokes on online. Where cats would just push things off the tables. There's a lot of like nuances there that you actually can do as a cat. It's quite fun actually. You can just go on tables and just like go and push off whatever off the table. Uh, yeah, it's really cute. But also, as you said, Hanif, um, if you guys, the listeners, are going into the game thinking that this is a cutesy game, um, just just be aware that it's not a hundred percent. Kitsy, <laughs> in a good way, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that's 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 one thing that I eventually, I guess, come to appreciate a lot more. You know, uh, having played uh, around maybe three hours of the game, um, the fact that um, I thought that this is just gonna be, you know, that kind of game. Not that there's anything wrong with that. If it's just, you know, one of those games where you just live your life as a cat, right? Uh, I guess a stray cat, but. Um, the fact that yeah, it was set in a post-apocalyptic setting involving a lot of like robots replacing humans, I guess as as the main uh, community in the world, is kind of like intriguing, and I think that it makes the game richer because um, the purpose becomes much clearer and much more interesting because because there is this interaction, and usually we tend to think of interactions of uh, animals with human beings, right? But I think um, in this game, at least as far as I've played it. The interaction is now between robots and, you know, a, a living being in the form of a cat, right? And I think that Ooh. that's what makes it, you know, unique in that sense. Um, I would like to talk about some technical aspects of the game. Um, yeah. I like the fact that um, the world is very immersive. The graphic is not, yeah. It, the, the game could have easily gone for a more, I guess, cutesy kind of graphics, right? But instead, it went for a more realistic look. And I think even on a PS4, it still looks. Pretty um, realistic graphically, and and I guess um, interesting. Uh, this color palette, you know, in terms of creating that post-apocalyptic world, that's still quote unquote vibrant in terms of color. You know, the the colors might not necessarily shine that much, but in moments where it shines, it shines in a very gloomy, 
dark way which I think fits the world. Um, the cat itself is pretty cute um, but still um, looks doesn't look out of place in this universe as much as it's supposed to look out of place. Um, uh, and I think the, the interaction between, like you said, the cat and the environment is just, um, I think, uh, joyful to watch. I, I like it. Uh, I like the way the cat moves. Uh, it's pretty intuitive. I'm still a bit not sure about um, whether it's good for for them to not add or to not make the cat able to jump directly. Oh. Uh, you know, there's no direct jump button. So it's very uh, contextual. So it depends on, uh, you can only jump onto certain things when there's a prompt button. And as much as that's a good thing, I think within the universe of the game, sometimes it's a bit difficult. You have to make sure that the context, the button appears, then only you can actually jump. Kan? So I think that's that's where it becomes a bit, like, sometimes like I'll be like, it's good on one hand and it's, it's bad on another hand because it makes you think of like, oh, okay, so, so because you don't, you don't want the game to randomly be like a platformer because I think mm. it will take away from the experience of the game being a slightly more grounded game and more realistic game because you don't want the cat to be randomly jumping like a platformer. Like, and, but at the same Ooh. time, it's not frustrating, but like, I feel like it, you have to, the fact that you have to wait for the context button to appear, that one is a bit like, oh, okay, so, so, okay. Um, it, once it appears, then only you can quote-unquote jump or you can move or do action lah. Other yeah. than that, yeah, I like the fact that um, rather than just making it straightforward, they also created, like you said, nuances of, you know, allowing the cat to just be a cat. You know, sometimes scratches at certain things um, which sometimes can relate to something but sometimes doesn't. It's just, uh, okay, this is, a, this is a, a rug, you know, cats, I assume, like to scratch rugs and, you know, you can just scratch the rug there lah. Then, Ooh. sometimes there are places where this, the cat can I guess have a sip of water and sometimes there are places where the cat can just sleep and it's not just some random pillows you know sometimes the cat can sleep you know on a bookshelf which I think is what cats do right <laughs> yeah and I think I think going back to the point where you mentioned that um, it that you, they don't allow you to jump um, I as a player it, I find it annoying at some point I have to be honest so at some points I do find that annoying because in some points of the game, you actually have to move fast and you actually have to dis- like you have to do a lot of like mobility uh, stuffs, which in other games you'll just like jump, duck, and whatever. Because uh, in this game, obviously you're small enough that you don't need to duck or for anything. Um, and when they take away that jumping feature, but you know that a cat jumps quite um, quite high and quite good, uh, it it feels annoying. But one thing I have to mention is that if you have cats, if you know how cats move, cats are very hesitant. That's one, one thing about cats in general. And when I... Because this game really actually... Um, although sometimes they kind of rush you, they also kind of focus on getting you to take your time. Uh, and if you do take your time at some points, in some spots, you actually, if you look at the, your character, the cat itself... When you are looking for a point to jump, because there's a designated spot where you can jump and when you can't, the cat literally looks like a cat who's actually doing that mental calculation whether they can actually jump or not. And um, I, I, I like that because I always see that in day-to-day life in my, with my cats, right? Whenever they want to jump onto the sofa, whenever they don't want to jump onto the bookshelf, they always look at that. Although it's a point that they always jump to like every single day, they still have that pause and calculate whether they can actually jump on that thing. And I always feel like I'm doing that in the game. Like I'm, I'm calculating whether 
I can actually make the jump. It's like my my cat, the character that I'm playing, is doing that mental calculation. So that's quite neat. Although I know it's just a technical thing where the system is trying to calculate where it can jump based on your point of view. But yeah, um, I think it's it's awesome. The 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 physics is extremely awesome. The way the cat moves, the way uh, it runs, and it uh, you can run. Uh, and you can actually do uh, maneuvers, and sometimes you are hiding for something, or sometimes you just want to like move around. Uh, I I love the way they do their camera work, where you can actually run forward while looking to your back, and it's very fluid. And if you want to just like maneuver around, I it makes me feel like ah, oh, I'm actually this small. In the world that I can actually maneuver really easily, and I think it's just I'm I'm always floored by the fluidity of of that because I I've played game I mean like we've all played games where you know you ride horses and stuff and whenever you want to move it always feels a bit clunky but in this game I I I I know it's 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 not because of size it's just the physics but it makes I it makes me feel like it's because of the cat's agility. And so I'm extremely mobile, but yeah, I I think that's something that they really nail down really really well. Yeah, um, it's ref- definitely refreshing to be able to finally play as an animal because I don't think we've had that opportunity to play as animals that many time. You know, we 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 play as human and we have ridden um you know animals like horses and whatnot in games, but. It's rare that we get to play as animals, at least based on based on my my I guess experience playing video games. So it's definitely interesting, and yeah, I mean it's it's it's, it's and and it's not just I guess fun playing as the cat. It's fun playing a cat, seeing things from a cat's perspective, quote unquote, <laughs> yeah, interacting yeah. with with this world that they've created, right? This post-apocalyptic world, and the fact that you're interacting with robots. And as much as the cat is the star of the show, and yes, the cat should be the star of the show. Um, the the world itself is also pretty, uh, I guess, immersive and pretty uh, interesting as well. Uh, you know the your your robot companion uh, B twelve is also um, has his own charm as well, and also the 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 other robots that you you're gonna be interacting with um, throughout the session, um, whether the 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 quote unquote the civilians, or even the Zergs themselves, which is pretty the quote unquote enemy like they're also quite interesting and unique looking and 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 um so far again i've not finished playing the game but the experience of i guess seeing how this world is shaping up to be you know getting context as to you know where where we are at the moment and what 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 is this world is is kind of like like yeah it makes the game stronger not again not downplaying the fact that we get to play as a cute cat uh, that in itself is already fun but the fact that there's more to it and you know the longer I play the, the more I feel like oh okay so this is I mean it would be easy for them to just create a game where you play as a cat randomly as a cat right you know move around as a cat and I think people would still love that but the fact that there's there's a narrative core that's beginning to develop and I don't know whether like I can't say much about it but I think you can perhaps you know perhaps maybe share with us whether the story is like strong and good but the fact that there is a story to drive the game um, at least in this way where where it's also a bit there's a bit of a puzzle where you have to figure out as a cat like you know how to okay, how to you know how to solve this puzzle how to do this how to do that um, kind of like yeah it makes it it makes it unique yeah, I think that that's the right term to describe you know the game unique and actually quite fun and enjoyable yeah yeah and I I, I mean 
finishing the game. Um, I'm actually really floored by the the storytelling actually for for the game. Um, I think I know where you are at roughly, but um, uh, when I was playing it throughout my gameplay, right before the half section of the game, it felt like a typical game where you know it will tell you, "Hey, I want to get to this is my end point, this is my end game, that's the goal, and that's it." I Initially, I thought it was just going to be that. I didn't expect a big twist, um, uh, especially coming from a game like this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there there is a twist. I can't say whether maybe some people might feel like the twist is okay size. To me, it's quite, it's quite nice. It's quite big enough to to wrench my my emotional strings. Um, and I think it if you look at the story and like once you finish the game, the story plays on a very nice. Um, eth- not ethical. Um, uh, it plays on a very nice, uh, the political point of view. It's like, yeah, it 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 plays on uh the ideas of what might happen in a world where once we've created our own AIs to kind of con- like help us live for humans, and then we let that those AI kind of take care of themselves, if you will. It's very interesting to see how that will evolve. And that's basically what, what the whole storyline is, right? Without giving too much spoilers, um, there you can start to see sites that got created by the AI, not because um, the AI were corrupt or whatever, but because some sites think that this is better than the other. And, and how basically... Um, we have to kind of help one side essentially <laughs> but also uh it, it it's the whole dichotomy of like what happens to these robots when they are left to their own devices uh that actually is really it's really beautiful for me because obviously i want to play as a cat and just like this is a cat simulator and that's it but in that cat simulator i get to see this very complex um like storytelling being unfolded in front of me and like all the issues that they are facing, all the things that the robots are facing, actually, which is the issues that all human beings face today as well. Do we want more freedom? Do we want more security? Do we want more safety and things like that? And uh, yeah, I would just, I, I have to say, you guys have to play it to experience it. But if you don't cry at the end, I kind of... I'm disappointed. <laughs> this story is amazingly good in my personal view for a game that is that short. I am I'm I, I love the storyline of this particular game. It's really amazing. Yeah. Okay. How short is the game? I mean, uh, obviously it's not full price. It's not it's not two hundred ringgit, two hundred ringgit. Uh, but how short can we expect the game to be? Right. So if you want to play, um. If you want to play it through and through, meaning like you want to get all your uh, achievements and stuff, then it would be about, I guess, about 15 hours. But if you want to just like play through in a relaxed manner, just being a cat and just finishing the whole storyline, it would be about seven to eight hours. It's not that long. Um, even again, if you want to platinum the game, it will just take you, I guess, about 15 hours or so. Uh, the biggest okay, the biggest part and the part that is uh, I guess most quote unquote challenging for this game for me um, is the puzzles. And I think if you're the type of person who don't particularly enjoy like puzzles in games like 
Jedi Fallen Order and stuff like that. If those kind of puzzles kind of annoy you, then this game might be a bit of a a bit of a challenge for you. Um, but aside from the puzzles, it's pretty much straightforward. Um, so yeah, you'll get you'll, you'll you'll complete the game in about seven to eight hours. Let's see. All right, and uh, um, for listeners out there, Najman recently finally got a PS Five. So I'm gonna <laughs> ask him what the game is like on a PlayStation Five. Yeah, so PS Five Dual Sense controller really um, works well with this game. Um, so I'm gonna talk about the controller first because this is the best part for me. Uh, whenever you jump onto different surfaces, you know, there's like some water and then sometimes you jump on a mat, sometimes you jump on a steel. The way it vibrates, you really feel like you're jumping on it. Um, and especially if you play with headphones, the 3D audio really works extremely well with the controller. Makes you really feel like you're walking on like a piece of metal and stuff like that. And the best part, <laughs> for me this is silly, but the best part is that because you uh, you're a cat and you like to scratch on things the trigger buttons for um a, a dual sense controller have weights to it so if you use your r2 and l2 when you are trying to scratch on say for example the the rug it's it's actually very heavy to um uh scratch on but it feels so rewarding to do that <laughs> so i always stop by every single rug and and yeah, it's just awesome to like have like different feels on the weight of the trigger buttons because sometimes you scratch on doors as well. And if it's a metal door, it's really easy to scratch on. So the trigger buttons just feel so smooth and like tactile on 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 a um, a metal door. And I I think you'd enjoy that if yeah you're playing on a PS Five. And aside from that, I think uh the ray tracing. There's some bits of ray tracing in the earlier parts of the game because of like reflections of the neon lights and the water on the streets um yeah it looks great it looks wonderful um but i think the graphics is good enough that uh your ps4 wouldn't wouldn't be a jet engine that will scream but yeah it, it looks it looks great of course on her ps5 <laughs> all right and i guess so I, i think we can perhaps end the conversation here uh, would you recommend people to actually get this game So okay, this is a very weird recommendation. If you're actually on PlayStation, I would actually strongly recommend not being paid by Sony here, but getting the PS Extra if you're on if you are already on PS Plus, because this game is about 130 ringgit if I'm not wrong, which is about the price of an upgrade of for your full year PS Plus if you're on a full year subscription, um, and you get. Other games that if you haven't played for and 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 that's awesome, but if you haven't if you don't want to get PS Extra, this game is um, in my personal view if I can be fair and frank, at full price it can be a bit steep. I would actually say this would be a great 80 ringgit game, but since it's 130 for me it's a bit of a, a bit of a jump. Um, yeah. If there's even a slight discount, I definitely would extremely recommend it. Uh, but if you're a cat lover, if you're a cat lover, then why are you waiting for? I I I don't know why if you haven't played this game yet. Because yeah, if you're a cat lover, 130 ringgit, do it now. It's really 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 awesome.
You're tuned in to GG Wallplate and that was Najman Maliki sharing his thoughts on the newly released adventure game Stray developed by Annapurna Interactive. If you'd like to listen to this episode again, look for the podcast on pfm.my, our app available on the Apple App Store or Google Play and you can also find our podcast on Spotify. Do share your thoughts and the games that you play via our email ggwp at bfm.my. Don't forget to also follow the station on Twitter at BFM Radio. My name is Sanif Baharudin. Thanks for joining us. Game on and please take care. This has been GG World Play. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, the business station.